This is the time, this is the place, and this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And since everything is geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. This is your host, IMC. Join us this week for our new installment, FC3 Nerd World News. Oh, I should have found sound. I know, it's all right, it's all good. We'll do it again. After that, stick around for our everyday hero and our question of the week. Yay. See, other podcasts that are out there can can have production quality and they can have music and they, they can don't have, have the topics, but they don't have this silky smooth voice hanging out behind them. <laughs> Come you're, on. You're starting to sound like Barry White. No, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, you know I what? just threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> Welcome to Night Vale begs to differ. There you go. Yes. There you go. Yes. Night Vale. Welcome to well, Night Vale. Hello there. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. But with me as always, the legendary Billy DeTore. Hello, hi. Billy. And, hi, Chris. And Tanya's giggling her little brains out over there. Oh, hi. You hear intern Becca. Becca, Becca, hello. Becca is here two weeks in a row before she heads back off to school. Where are you going to school again? Clarkson. She's at Clarkson. It's the last that's train awesome. to Clarkson. Wait, no. That's ne- never mind. And um, like, train, like train to Georgia? Uh, no, I was thinking of the, the monkeys. The monkeys, last oh, train to Clarksville. 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 Oh. I, mean, I said yeah. Clarkson, but uh, the bouncing baby boy is in-house today. How you doing, Ian? He's enjoying the fact that he has a room all to himself now. Well, he had a room all to himself, and now he's got two rooms all to himself. Now he's got two rooms. on. He's, he's a man of many, many, he's real estate mogul in training mm-hmm. at the moment. I, I, one's a cl- lot cleaner than the other one, from what I understand. Producers extraordinaire, oh. Chris and Sherry oh. are in the house today. Yes, we are. Morning. Sherry's going to make sure she actually talks into the microphone and not next I to it. Am. No, you're not. Oh, I was <laughs> looking I for headphones. something. Okay. And then, of course, since Chris and Sherry are here, we have the monk. Hello. Hello. Who is also heading back to school, too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you and sound thrilled. Well, well you know, I, who enjoys school? I actually really enjoy school. I'm a little apprehensive because I have four courses that are completely online. Uh-huh. But I need to take them because they're a requirement for my major. That's true. <laughs> oh, honey, if you need any support whatsoever, my son's taking courses online. You just send me a, a text. Yep, reach out to the Tanya. Tanya. I've taken online. Tanya yeah. is the savior so of many of a mother's child. mother's never taken any. So. So, well, I'm just not good with them. I like I forget to do stuff. Honey, you need to write stuff down on a schedule. So, Lana, this is your third year of college? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, and Becca, you're going into your freshman year. You're back to the the little fish in the big pond. She's starting actually, from uh, actually big fish in a small pond. If you ask the director of the honors program. Oh really? Oh, wow. And it's how did that happen? Ma- it's a massive joke there. Oh I see. Because the director of the honors program always harps on being a big fish in a little pond. <laughs> okay. It's a thing. It's a thing. Well, you know, we're happy that your thing is here at the moment, so this is good. And uh, so we're going to be doing some news today. <laughs> That's it right there. Um, it's all you. Yeah, it's all it me. It's all, yeah. <clears throat> it's all. So we'll start off right off the top of the order here. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic to got a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. I think that's about damn time. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Hollywood has always been a place where executives and talent dare to be stupid, sign fat paychecks, and act all white and nerdy, and occasionally they eat it when their gambles fail. So who better to for the town to honor than Weird Al Yankovic while he's been spending most of his life living in a song satirist paradise? Man, you really threw it out there on this one. Oh, I didn't write this. One. Okay. <laughs> As his career has been kept adapting, uh, it's now time for him to get walked on. When his name becomes part of the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Yankovic announced the honor in a tweet earlier 
Uh, let's see, what was it earlier the other day? Uh, the time has finally come, August 27th at 1130. I'll be getting my very own star, he's quoted as saying, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, 6914 Hollywood Boulevard, right across from the Chinese Theater. The ceremony is free and open to the public, so if you're in that neck of the woods, head on over and see Weird Al get his thing. Uh, Michael Jackson, who's probably the most notable target of Yankovic's parodies over the years, has his star nearby at 6927 Hollywood Boulevard on the other side of the street. It'd be funny if they were directly adjacent, but Al deserves his own spotlight, particularly in the wake of a national tour that spotlighted all of his original songwriting. Uh, it's probably about even money that he writes a song about the experience of getting his name on this famous sidewalk. I would bet that. That's you good know, stuff. He, he was um, my first tape. Really? Yes. Cassette I, tape. Do you guys know what those are? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes I do. I, I, I know Monk does. Um, my yeah, being introduced to Doctor Demento when I was like twelve, thirteen years old, and uh, and then Dan, of course, being huge into parodies and weird things and all all stuff off center. Uh, when Weird Al hit the hit the uh, the scene finally, it, one of his first fans was definitely Dan Carmen. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a given. Another one rides the bus. <coughs> it was not Doctor Demento. Yep. yep. Um, yep. My first, my like I said, my first tape was was mm -hmm. Weird Al. It was Weird Al in three D. Weird Al in three D. Okay. Yeah. Did uh, you that, ever? That was like a second or third album. Yeah. That yeah. I know. But that was my, my yeah, first yeah, yeah. cassette. No, ever. I'm saying yeah. that's yeah. It's early. It's early. Yeah. That's that. Wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And did it, we're who, getting who old. Who here in the uh, the panel today? Who saw his movie UHF? Who owns it? Who owns it? Yeah. Half the hands went up, half the hands are like, what? <laughs> I have a question. You guys need to Go have ahead, a Twinkie Ian. with is a hot dog. Is a cassette tape a medieval teleportation device? <laughs> I am going to hurt you. Would you like Splat. Splat. <laughs> you know, I, you, I have a new room for you. Yeah, I've been living in it. Yeah, no, I'm no. talking. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna move you out into the backyard. The attic? No, you're not. You don't get the you attic. Get the I'm attic. getting the attic. That, that's too big of an attic. But no. um, in addition to being, there was like 300 people nominated yeah. for the walk of. Is that how things. it works? I've never understood families, that process. Families and friends, or and even the celebrities themselves, nominate mm -hmm. themselves mm -hmm. to have a um, star. But it's only. About 20 to 24 people every year that get a star, mm -hmm. and then Weird Al Yankovic and his family have to pay the $40,000 yeah, to, 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 to buy to get and the maintain star. your star. Oh, yeah, to you maintain have to, it. You yeah, have to you pay, have for, to your pay own star. for your own star on the Walk of Fame. Or have an or, no, like a organization GoFundMe or, or something <laughs> that'll pay for and, it. And this year, the it's $40,000. A wow. couple of years ago, it was $30,000, but everyone that has no clue. a star on the Walk of Fame has to maintain have it. to maintain it and pay for it themselves. What about the people who have passed? The, it, oh, uh, in the state of family member mm -hmm. fans, wow. fans have done it. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, uh, Adam West, his star was uh, paid for through fundraising through uh, an LA DJ by the name of Ralph Garman, who does a podcast with Kevin Smith called Hollywood Babylon, uh -huh. okay. and a bunch of organized fans and family members to help pay for Adam West's star. Huh? I'm wondering. Do stars Imagine get that removed? Billy knew that. <laughs> uh, That's interesting. I don't know. Um, I'm looking at facts about the stars. Currently. What happens when they're defaced? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to just snort you there, Sherry. A lot of them are put back up. No, yeah. that's okay. Um, uh, Ex except for one that's probably not going to. There was a rumor when Weird Al announced his that it was going to replace one that was recently defaced, but it's not true. No. Darn. Yeah, we're all too <laughs> bad. So. I'm wondering if this if his star is going to be a parody of somebody else's. <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. Should be a moon. I'll say fictional stars count too. Mickey Mouse has one. Oh, that's yep. awesome. Yeah. 
How did he pay for it with Monopoly money or? <laughs> yeah, you know, Disney, Disney. Disney has like chump change. They make forty grand in like two seconds at, the, at one of the they parks. They don't have any money. Oh, four, you Disney. About? Four God. stars have been stolen. Really? Which <laughs> ones? Gregory Peck, uh, Jimmy Stewart, Kirk Douglas, and Gene Autry. Those are not so stars you know, I would predict to have. If stolen. you know any old ladies that have, a- <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, it says uh, <laughs> that was wrong, Billy. Although it was replaced immediately, the so original right. star had never been recovered for Gregory Peck. Um, the, Jimmy Stewart and Kirk Douglas's, they were recovered from a home of a construction worker who had been tasked with securing them. Because during some construction, the stars have, the, the stars on the Walk of Fame were uh-huh. removed for construction and then were supposed to be put back. And They were so. going to have stars for, for Wesley, Buttercup, Indigo, and, and, uh, and Fezzik, but the Nazis stole them. There's a, there's a time capsule underneath the Walk of Fame. Is there really? Mm-hmm. I wonder what's it, how long ago was it buried? Uh, Mark, uh, 2010, they buried a time capsule in the same place that the walk originated. And ironically, it's the real corpses of Gregory Peck, <laughs> Douglas. It's on the corner Jimmy of Stewart. Jimmy Jimmy Stewart. It's on the corner of Hollywood and Highland. Price is right. Icon Bob Barker was on hand to help bury the capsule. That's nice. going to be unfortunate, Billy, because I don't think Kirk Douglas is dead yet. <laughs> Do you know what's in there? He's like, he oh, is now. Hey. He is now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. The Girls Make Games 2018 results are in, and Shredded Secrets has won. Uh, Layla Shabir created Girls Make Games four years ago in an effort to bridge the massive gender gap in the video game industry. Each year, the foundation runs three-week summer camps around the country to foster a love of design and programming in like-minded girls with the goal of teaching them how to create their own video games. After all, the best way to deal with gender disparity in gaming is to have more female devs, right? Developers. This year, 33 teams of girls between the ages of 8 and 17 learned how to design and program games at PlayStation's San Mateo campus. Five of those, those 33 teams made it to Demo Day to pitch their games to a panel of industry judges, which included Microsoft's Phil Spencer, Nintendo Executive VP of Business Affairs, Devin Pritchard, and Caffeine's Senior VP of Business Development, Anna Sweet. PlayStation President and CEO John Codera, Chairman of Worldwide Studios Sean Layden, and Vice President of Product Development Worldwide Studios Connie Booth also joined the list of industry judges, which is hella cool when you think about it. Mm-hmm. And now, from Game Rant's report, uh, the winning team this year was Team Sarcastic Shark Clouds. Awesome. <laughs> Great name. Which is a freaking, the team name alone <laughs> right would have won there. the team for me. Are they angry clouds? They're shark clouds. They must Sarcastic be part of Sharknado. Shark Sarcastic Shark Clouds. Yes, they're angry. They, who created a game that takes a multi-narrative approach to bullying, presenting the issue from both the victim's and the bully's perspective. Huh. The game's title is Shredded Secrets, and it is an emotional journey through four characters and their experience with school and life. The game shows how people from different backgrounds can overcome adversity together. Shredded Secrets impressed the industry experts so much that it's going to be made into a full game over the next year to be published on Steam and console. Yay! For Shabir, it is her hope that Girls Make Games can provide the same validation and access to education, which is the best form of empowerment to girls everywhere. And is evident in the quality of the games produced at the event. Girls Make Games is certainly a great start. Other winners included the game's Detective Blobfish, a <laughs> horror game titled Luca, and educational title Ko and the Return. 
All the 2018 Demo Day games are free to download and play on the Girls Make Games website, and you can check out the Shredded Secrets trailer, uh, which will be included on that site. So that's good stuff. That's very cool. It's very promising. Yes. I like the way that that's coming about. Um, anybody else have any more of the commentary, or we'll just keep moving on to I, next? I definitely want to check that out. All right. Yeah, that's it's, it's something I definitely want to learn more about. Sherry, when we broadcast this particular podcast, can you throw that link up in Absolutely. the comments? There mm -hmm. we go. So we'll have that out there. Absolutely. Um, throw up too. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> we're not throwing up. <laughs> we're not throwing up. <laughs> no, that was me last night. I didn't do that. Aww. I'm sorry I'm to sorry. hear that. Yeah. All right. Dun, dun, dun. This one's going to be near and dear to my heart because whenever we start talking about tabletop gaming, Gygax. Gygax. That's that's like one of the gods of the pantheon in my book. Yeah, but I don't know <laughs> to go to video games though. Well, yeah, here let me talk about the story first. Gary Gygax, oh. intellectual property to be made available for video games. And that's the head-scratcher part, but we'll, we'll roll with it. <sighs> the Gygax Trust and Community Publishing Platform Fig Collaborate to bring unpublished works to life. Unpublished works from famed game designer and co-creator of Dungeons & Dragons will be made into video games using the Fig platform. Fig is the only community publishing platform created by gamers for gamers that offers rewards and investment-based funding, and the Gygax Trust, who owns unpublished IP from Gary Gygax, the famed game designer and co-creator of Dungeons & Dragons, are working to develop and publish video games based on Gary's work that formed the inspiration for creating Dungeons & Dragons in the first place. Leveraging, excuse me, leveraging FIG's community publishing platform, the Gygax Trust will work with FIG to find developers for Gary's IP, launch FIG campaigns, and publish several titles. Additional information will be announced later this year. Uh, here's a quote. The words and characters to be discovered in my husband's unpublished intellectual property are an incredibly important part of his leg legacy. And this comment came from Gail Gygax. Uh, Therefore, it was paramount that we partner with an advanced and innovative platform such as Fig that gave us complete control of his creative vision. And then Alex Gygax, uh, his son, was quoted as saying, As a gamer, I want to bring my father's work to life in a medium that I enjoy. I'm looking forward to working with talented developers who love my father's work as much as I do. And that was Alex Gygax, CEO of Gygax Games. <clears throat> now, that's where I'm going to go off text right now, and I want to talk about this for a second. D&D, in my opinion, and I think I'm shared by most of the folks here in the room, is, is having a resurgence. It's, it's virtually mainstream at this point. Yeah. And people are flocking to their dining room tables en masse. Why would you... Go video. Well, Alex says that paper and pen <clears throat> is a dying art. Computer games, video games, they're the next generation, the next wave of games, and I want mm -hmm. to see them on that new medium. Hey! Which is just... Seriously. Which just boggles my mind. I mean, some of the statistics here in the article says that since 2013, the hobby game market has gone from 700 million to 1.4 billion, mm -hmm. with tabletop RPGs leaping from 15 million to 45 million, a threefold growth in just the last five years. I mean, we've talked to Jeremy Crawford on this podcast, and we've gotten his his view on how things are unfolding. And seriously, there's podcasts and video streams and people talking about you know, getting the next book and, you know, being at their next table. And it's it's more popular now than it's ever been before. And to say it's a dying art seems strange. Yeah, for the love of God, the man made me cry. Um. Well, <laughs> I, I think in, in, the, in the day and age of technology, truly, pen and paper is a dying art in just 
how many people are like whatever into their electronics. So therefore, uh-huh. I think us as adults in this generation, having people come back to paper and pen needs to be a little more um, prevalent. Pre- yes, because I mean. The social aspect mm-hmm. is dying because of all the electronics. Yeah, it's all well and good that they have video games and things out there that people can collaborate in, yes. But to like just go full steam ahead in regards to this, I don't think it's like the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, how many times a night how many times during the week do we game and get together with our friends and You've got have, usually three or four games going at any given moment. Right. In time. I mean, granted, yeah, some of us are on our phones during this time, but mm-hmm. we're also from a generation where we can multitask and be listening to the story mm-hmm. and then be able to jump in and actually do the socialization piece. And I think that's part of where things fall apart is the socialization piece because people get so frustrated playing games online that they rage quit and then there's swearing and then there's whatever and mm-hmm. people get banned from whatever because they're like oh since i'm behind a screen <laughs> and i'm on a headset you don't really know who i am so therefore mm-hmm. i can report you to microsoft or report you to here because i'm offended by what you said yeah and then they don't well, have to take any responsibility for it that's so an entirely different like, talk too there's there's but, a whole discussion off of that but but i think that's uh, main issue that's uh-huh. happening in regards to the video <clears throat> game industry. You know, it's funny for a dying art. Um, we not too long ago we were playing at a game shop, and we were the first people to join. And they had to bring in a second DM. There were so many people, and then they had to bring in a third, and they had to bring in a fourth because so many it people grew. showed up and wanted to play mm-hmm. that they just couldn't put everybody at one table. <laughs> My table today, if everyone was there, it would be 11. Yeah. 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 Right now I'm down two, so that's why Ian can play. <laughs> Ian can play because I'm down two, so therefore I'm a filler I, character. I, I don't have 11. So. Yeah. Yeah, then we're playing online in another group. He's Elvis from Account Temps. <laughs> and Bob from you know, while, while you're talking about the socialization, uh-huh. we actually got, got to go hang out with them yeah. a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Well, July. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go. I'm going to protest Alex's... Uh, assertion that that pen and paper is is a dying art. I, I think it's stronger now than it has been in a long time, mm-hmm. and I think there's always going to be Those a market for it. There's going to be the diehard folks. There's going to be people, and, and everything old becomes new again. So even when you know when most of us are in our nursing home days and we're rolling dice, be, you know, and our hands are shaking with Parkinson's, so it makes it easier to roll dice. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, ha- our books will pass down to somebody else and somebody will pick them up and you'll see a resurgence. Maybe it's seventh edition or eighth edition of D and D cause we're on fifth right now. Maybe it'll 15th edition, who knows? Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I don't think that pen and paper is ever going to be truly dying. Well, like, just look at my 10 year old. He's like, when can I play? When can I play? When yeah. I can-? I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like right now I Soon. said 12, just because I want that maturity level right. in hmm. his ability to maintain <laughs> his attention. Because I mean, Tyler started at 12, Hunter mm-hmm. started at like 10 or 11 or 12, but Hunter is an entity upon herself. Yeah, she's she's uh, <laughs> she's 21 going on 47. Yeah. I think. I think she's going to be 24. 24 going on 47? Yes. She's more mature than the rest of us. Yeah, she's more mature than I am. I know that for sure. Yeah, there's always a place for a time for the video games and Mm -hmm. things like that. But Chris and and I are becoming a bit of uh, Kickstarter fanatics. And the main (laughs) Uh things that we've been kickstarting this past year have been new RPGs. Yep. Yeah. We've kickstarted 
five. And, and things so far? that and things that have gone along with that, like um, covers for oh my god, books we have the most beautiful are, leather covers for our gaming books. and uh, <laughs> uh, dice rolling mats. You know, there's nice. all kinds of neat stuff. My husband um, kickstarted the um, Dwarven Forge um, cavern in uh, room pieces. Mm-hmm. All those stone. Um, Maze building and nice. dungeon building, dungeon mm-hmm. tiles, and all that was all like part of a Kickstarter. Yeah. Oh, I just got oh. that uh, dystopian one that we were telling we you keeping about. Keeping you awake, Ian? He's he a hit. teenager. He could sleep he anywhere. Went, he went to bed at like two or so this and, morning. And, three. and speaking of that, you know, we spent um, several, well, I spent several hours talking to another podcaster on Tuesday mm-hmm. that the initial we started talking about was um, gaming with his children. And he wanted to to build from there, uh, you know, and he was wondering where to go from it. So we started yeah. talking about it because of our previous podcast talking about that right. with, uh, with, with Ian, Ethan, Ethan excuse me, uh, Schoonover. Schoonover. And uh, so it's, yeah. We're making no. friends. We're, we're making friends and, and getting three hours talking to somebody because... Just because of that. I mean, it that. was amazing. Now, all armchair quarterbacking aside on the decision of how to present the information, I'm looking forward to seeing the information nonetheless. Right. Just to see yeah. Gygax's notes about I want to see the, his new dungeon. <laughs> you know, I would love to see something that was that was created by Gary himself. I think that's that I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I'll dump I'll jump in on this fig stuff. I mean, I'll because I want to see it. I want to experience something that Gary created. You mean a ten by ten room with a door? Yeah, ten by ten room with a door and a chest. That's usually a mimic. Yeah. <laughs> that goes to another door. Yes. Another 10 by 10 room. So. And there's my cat. <laughs> mimic. Mimic. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, moving on. Is DC Universe worth adding another streaming service to your list for? I have debated this for the past month, and I, I haven't done it yet, but. Uh huh. What is it like seventy five bucks a month if you pre order it? If it's for fifteen for, months, for you can pre order it fifteen, 15 months, months for seventy four ninety nine, less than five dollars a month. And Four. for some reason, I haven't. I was my birthday was was not too long ago, mm-hmm. and I was hoping someone would do it for me. <laughs> but I don't think I honestly didn't. I don't know. I don't think people knew. Yeah. To knew about like I know it exists, whereas. Right. Many people in my life have no idea. Yeah, so, I mean, you can pre-order it now, 15 months for seventy four ninety nine, which is less than $5 a month. Or you could do it monthly payments that are seven ninety nine a month. So mm-hmm. I can't keep up with the stuff I want to watch and read now. <laughs> on, on, right, on the other stuff. I was like on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I mean, I just got two episodes on Amazon that... Um, Breaker paid for for me. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love his Google Play, uh, whatever. We'll but, see. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I can't, as you said, I can't keep up with the stuff that's on Netflix and Hulu. I mean, right now, Supergirl's one of my favorite shows, and I think I have 23 episodes <laughs> I still have to catch up on. Oh, we've got more than that. <laughs> so, I have the whole series yeah, to catch up yeah. on. So oh, That would be it. Well, yeah. we got like, the, you're like so, the Texas saying here. Netflix, Hulu, <laughs> Amazon, and a dozen other streaming services compete for our money and attention. And now DC Comics is throwing their hat in the ring. The DC Universe offers more than the DC content already released. DC Universe plans to release original content and give fans access to their digital comics, members-only merch, all in one place. But what fans need to know is what they can expect from the DC original content, what digital items will be available, and how much things are going to cost. Now, Nerd Bastards 
<clears throat> excuse me, nerd bastards dive into uh, into give the fans the answers they need and decide if another streaming service is worth it. DC Universe has to bring something unique to the table in order to, for the vast majority of fans to find the service worth getting. Otherwise, fans will wait until they hit DVD, Blu-ray, or iTunes and won't bother with the streaming service. New content is a big incentive. DC Universe original content that you can't get anywhere else will pique interest, and DC Universe delivered Titans... A live-action Teen Titans comes out in the fall of 2018. Otherwise known as F-Batman. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, they got some other wow, titles so here. Swamp Thing, Stargirl, Harley Quinn, Doom Patrol, and a much-asked-for third season of Young Justice are all slated for a 2019 release. I was going to say, I want it yep. back on Netflix. Monk wants to pay for this. Yeah. I, no, I can see your face. I, I would rather have it on Netflix. Yeah, you mean because it's something Netflix. that you don't, don't have to pay, pay for? Because we're, yeah. <laughs> nice. See, that's well, the thing is I'll go, I'll get a streaming service if it's like, if there's one thing that I want to see. I have Hulu specifically because I wanted to see um, Handmaid. Handmaid's Tale. Tale. And I got, we got HBO on demand because in, in anticipation of American Gods coming out again. But wasn't American Gods on. AMC. HBO. <laughs> it was HBO. It was an HBO show. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Because yep. I, re- I watched it streaming. I don't have HBO, and I saw the first season. Huh. All right. Yeah. I don't I, know. It's I mean, one of those shows I have to catch up on eventually. I, I, I want to say, I'm not a huge DC fan, so mm-hmm. therefore... I wouldn't spend the money for it. Yeah, but that's that's like me CBS personally. has Star Trek Discovery, which I have not had a chance to see oh, yet because I don't have access? the streaming service. So I'll do CBS All Access, especially because they just busted out the news that Patrick Stewart is going to reprise Jean Luc Picard in a new make, series. That might make me and yeah, that, that, sol- that, that might... solidified it for me. Make it so. Make it so. Engage. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this. Uh... So yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> and considering, I have been really considering it because I love Anthony Rapp so much. And yeah. He's on Discovery. Oh right, he's on Discovery. Yep, he's on one of the. He's one of the crew. One of the. Speaking crew. of our. Uh, uh, I, I did not know that. Our, 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 our... Yeah. Speaking of Rapp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> American Gods was in Stars. Uh okay. Was in Stars, which I do have, which would make sense why I saw it. Okay. Becca. Can you see yourself yeah. dropping five bucks a month to have access to the whole DC universe? No. Say it right into the microphone, honey. No. There you go. <laughs> now, like, now, why is that? Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't even have money. <laughs> <laughs> two, Good answer. The two, end. she won't have time College being kid. A, a, large fi- a big fish in a small pond in the Amish Yeah, there you program. go. See, all Making I really want to see is that third season of Young Justice, and I'm not dropping that much money for just that. There you go. It also um, depends on what I'm comic considering books. it. What's <laughs> that, Billy? For that. I, I want I want to know comic books they're they're yeah, dropping. Is it an access to the history of DC Comics? Mm-hmm. Is it oh, the new issues for the month? Six months old? I I, I don't know. So you need a little more information before you yeah, make, I, make that uh, call. And if they're I'm going to be really sad, and they are going to do it. They're going to move Arrow and Flash and all yeah. those oh. to from Netflix to. Uh, to this. To this, which... I, I would bet they would. Yeah. I, I they don't want them to. Yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. is getting gutted little by little. Have you noticed that? Yeah. That, yeah. Like stuff, when people are realizing they can do their own streaming thing, they're taking their properties off of Netflix. Which is going to well, happen well, with Marvel really soon. Still yeah. Yeah. But, but Netflix has been doing a lot more original, and I have to say I've really enjoyed Netflix has done a lot originals. of really good stuff, yeah. I, we just, we binge-watched um, Grace and Frankie and loved 
every minute of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric has been into that one, but I, I never really got into it. Oh, it's I mean, there's only amazing. so many, there's only so many um, weed jokes that Lily Tomlin can make before it's like, okay, can we move on? <laughs> Lost in Space is Lost in Space I, I was like really that. good. Yeah. I've I seen the first that. episode, waiting to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. I Wait no longer. Go forth and adventure into that. <laughs> I, you know, do you see Danger people like sharing streaming services? Like Tanya, you've got Netflix. I'll hook you up with DC, and then uh, Billy, you do uh, CBS, and we'll all yeah. switch share. each other's. We'll share each other's accounts for and sure. Stuff. I, I do that now with a couple people. Yeah, yeah there's a couple too. people yeah. that have my WWE network. Who's, info who's got the HBO and, to go, and then I'm all set. Uh, actually, there you my go. Brother-in-law, okay. but like I, I have <laughs> Deanna's Hulu account. I've uh-huh. got, you know, yeah. I mean, because I have Netflix and I have Hulu currently, and you know, and that's the thing is, when does that that five headed snake rear its ugly head? When people realize, oh well, they've been sharing accounts. Well, here's what we're going to do to make sure that you're not doing that anymore. Yeah, here's the internet police. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know in regards to my Netflix account, I can have it going on. I think five devices or four devices for what I pay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I had like backed it down for um. One of what for one of the payments, like change the membership, <clears throat> and then I'm like, ooh, I could only have it on like two devices, and like someone was on it downstairs, and I was on it upstairs, and then the third person wanted to get on it, and they couldn't. So yeah. like the next month, I bumped the membership back up, but I want to say it's like four devices at one time. Yeah, that's what. So we you can to. watch it four time four places four, at, four different places at yeah. the same time. Off to my far left, there is a hand, hand sticking up. Yes, monk. Um thought just occurred to me Uh oh i may get it not just for the third season of young justice maybe for the for the second two is oh Oh. hello my microphone collapsed hang on a second i'm gonna make more noise there we go sorry about that maybe carrying on first two seasons as well as well as the 2001 justice league and unlimited and unlimited Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. But there's char- there's characters that are going to have original series that I really want to see. I'd mm-hmm. love to see a Harley Quinn TV show. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see a Doom Patrol TV show. It should be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Um, all right, so you know, you know that the Monkey Business Crew, we're all going to be trading accounts. Like here. <laughs> so if any of you guys have an we account would never that, do that, that, that would like to share, we're not fostering <laughs> piracy. We're just you know, it's a communal effort. <laughs> We all live together. Here's the secret that we haven't been talking about. We all about, live we all together, live together, like together anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we have a compound yeah. in a secret location. Yeah. That's why we're monkey we business. That is. Walking, Walking down, down the street, we get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey we're the monkeys. I, I start, they finish. It's all good. <laughs> He's the same monkey. Yeah. Oh, I think we're done. And, and it's Tanya's turn to clean the kitchen when we get home. All right? So I'm just saying that right now. And the bathroom. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. 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 I'll clean the bathroom. Yeah, we got monks in the bathroom. I got living room and dining room. I'll go to bed. He's going to go to bed. (laughs) Anyway, so there's lots to talk about going on out there. And we'll keep doing Nerd World News every so often just to make sure that we're getting these these discussion points out there in, in the open. We'd love to hear your opinions. Please, so when please. you uh, so comment on the uh, on the link on the FC3 board, and uh, and we'll be happy to hear from you. So oh, and I'm being handed some more stuff. So we're going. This just to, in. This just in. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we have our events coming up soon. Uh, so we have cosplay day with FC3 cosplay ambassadors, hang out and meet other cosplayers and aspiring cosplayers. Plans will be discussed for an op- upcoming series of cosplay 101. 
And that's going to be August 26th from 3 to 6 at Pop Rock Comics Caffeine and Culture on East Avenue. And again, that's August 26th from 3 to 6 in the evening. Pop Rock Comics Caffeine and Culture on East Avenue. Cosplay Day with the FC3 Cosplay Ambassadors. Uh, also coming up in October, just shy of Halloween, you're going to be dealing with the Flower City Minicon. We're back at the Hollywood Halls. Dealing? Of the... Re- <laughs> uh, you just threw me off there. You just threw me... <laughs> Sorry. Now, but give her, like, give her like, the... You're dealing with the FC3 Minicon? <laughs> the the yeah, Green Street Center Mall movie corridor. I don't think we're that hard to deal with. Oh, come on. It's all part of the fun. But, you know, if you want to keep throwing me off my stride, that's Absolutely. perfectly fine. Keep going. Yeah. Ain't gonna break his drive. Ain't gonna <laughs> slow him I down. Love that song. I do not have the concentration levels I need yet. Keep on moving. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, Matthew Wilder. Matthew Wilder. That's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I'm thinking of right now is. Um, He's mad at me. Uh, Michael Penn. Uh, oh no, no myth. myth. No That's myth's a great, great song. song. I love that song. This is Tanya's. This tangent is all brought to you by Tanya Metris. Okay, the Flower City Mini Minicon. Uh huh. Exhibitors, yeah. vendors, and artists. Tables for that weekend are only $75. Please contact Brian at brian at fc3roc.org if you are interested. And remember, that is October 27th and 28th at the Grease Ridge Mall. See, you don't need me anymore. I can, I'm going to stay home on podcasting days. No. I'm just going to let Tanya take over the show. No. No, that'll be That's Sherry and Tanya taking over the show. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a part of the FC3 monkey business and the Soon Mighty Monkey Co- Corporation? <laughs> yeah. There are a few ways of doing that. The first way to do that is to become a sponsor. We have sponsorship levels of all kinds and are even willing to create custom sponsorship packets. Please contact us at sponsorships at fc3roc.org. The next way to support us is by supporting us on Patreon. Check us out at www.patreon.com, FC3ROC. And uh, all membership levels will include access to the Patreon-only blog, plus tons of great perks at all levels. Want to help others find the show? Leave us a review wherever you listen to us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Podbean, YouTube, and Stitcher. Is there a place you find your podcast can't find FC3 Monkey Business? Let us know. And we'll do what we can to fix that. You know, it's always fun when I'm just wandering around the internet and I find we're on something else. Did you find us on something else? Blueberry. We're on Blueberry now? Blueberry? (laughs) We're on Blueberry. What the heck is Blueberry? (laughs) Muffins. (laughs) (laughs) Ian's like, yes. It's another thing like Podbean. It's another thing like Blackberry. And I have no idea how we got on there. Blackberry at one time. (laughs) We spread slowly like grass seed. In a Minecraft. In a Minecraft. We're like fungus. (laughs) But we don't itch as much. And we're pretty fun. We are fun guys. Anyway, um, and please follow us on Twitter at FC3MB Podcast. If you do say hi, we love it when you say hi. And more often than not, we'll definitely be saying hi back. And that would be B L U B R R Y. Yes. For Blueberry. Yeah. Burry. 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 Because somebody, somebody so from find us there too. the upper, the upper Midwest, Blueberry. Blueberry. All right. Okay, so question of the week. Yes? It's our usual standby go-to and, uh, question of the week. What are you doing, watching, reading, playing, or listening that is making your geeky heart happy? Becca! Hello. What are you doing that's making you happy these days? All right, it might make me a little trashy, but there's this one app called The Arcana. Uh-huh. Which is kind of a romance thing. Uh-oh. Like you go down three different pathways with three different main characters. And it updates every now and then, and the new update just came out, which was the devil and 
My soul is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at that one now. Sherry gave me one for choices, and now. So it's it's a a, a, a romance trashy romance novel, but choose your own adventure app. Kind Did of? I get that right? Not kind necessarily of? choose your a own mystic ad- romance. Yeah. Is it geared towards? The, the females, or is it anybody can play anybody. this game? Anybody can play the game? Yeah, All right. uh, you play as like an, uh, an apprentice who's never shown, and you can like choose pronouns between like he, she, uh, they, them, mm-hmm. and like you can choose your own name. Uh, a mystic romance, right? I want to, I want, you know, you bring something up with pronouns and whatnot. That's something I want to talk about further in another podcast. Is it's it's so hard with gender fluidity and all that stuff. It's it's so hard to walk carefully through that. Do you find do you find problems in that situation? Do you, do you say like, oh, how's she doing? That's not a she. Oh yeah, she, she, she but she's got breasts. Never come you across know. it. Okay. Actually, like, uh, something because I think happen more in the internet. Okay. Sometimes. Uh huh. But like I've actually not come across that in real life. Okay. We've we've kind I of skirted b- past it on a couple of occasions. Mm-hmm. We've had some people yeah. who are, you know, who do identify differently than than yeah. what mm-hmm. they appear, and so it's 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 always a challenge, and I always want to be as respectful as possible. Whenever I um, do uh, officiating at roller derby tournaments, we mm-hmm. go around the room before a game and say who we are and what our positions are. And recently, um, at least with our league, we've also started saying and preferred pronouns. Interesting. And we have come across, and we do have people who officiate with us who do not use he/she pronouns. Interesting. I'm going to be honest. Just a way of being respectful. Like, well, like, and like I said, I, I do want to be respectful, and I want to learn, and I want to understand. But I'm going to be honest. I don't get it. I don't understand that. But I, I'm willing to be educated, I suppose. But we'll we'll have the discussion on that another time. Um, Sherry, what's making your geeky little heart happy this week? Um, actually, can we go to Chris and then come back to me? Um, we could do that, okay. Chris. Okay. So, yesterday, uh-huh. we went to a lovely little Love con. Was such an easy game to play? <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> wow, you just threw me off now. Um, it's going around. We, we went to a lovely little con in Utica. Oh, yeah. At the Utica Public Library. Which one's that one? Fandemicon. Fandemicon. And <laughs> it is good. And s- it is literally meant for as many fandoms <laughs> as you could possibly think of. I saw some great. Cosplay photos yeah, from that you guys yesterday. Took, you, you guys took some great pictures. Yeah, and, and there's pictures of me floating around in a kilt again. Again. Next to an R, R unit. Yeah, R2. R2. Yeah. R2. And Iron Man. Nice. I missed the Iron Man one. Iron, you got to see the Iron Man one. The Iron Man one's funny. Uh, Chris, Chris is going to be the new sidekick, Iron Kilt. <laughs> I don't want to. You know what? Iron Kilt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kind of have one at home, too. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's chainmail. <laughs> And I made for Sherry. Yeah. Nice. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so so we met several artists, and um, the program I work for, uh, called Fine Arc nice. at right. the Arc of Oneida Lewis County, um, made the signage for it, mm-hmm. which uh, we tried to hit as many different fandoms as we could. You know, there's a big twenty die, twenty sided die. Um, there's stuff from steampunk. Uh, Marvel, DC, uh, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. You name it, it's probably on there. <laughs> um, Star Wars, Star Trek. Uh, what else? Oh, geez, there's all kinds of crap. Star on Search. It. Yes. <laughs> Which is not on there. And if you really want that, I can get that I'm on I'm sure that we song. can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's, um, it's put on by the Utica Public Library which is also non-for-profit, mm-hmm. and um, it is specifically geared towards children, but it translates to adults so wonderfully. It's a wonderful it's, show. It's a great show. It's at heart. It's only in its third year, mm-hmm. and um, they fill the library. Nice. 
And uh, they also do uh, an art, a juried art exhibit, uh, mm-hmm. fan art specifically. And uh, I had the honor, Sherry and I both had the honor, and our cousin Melanie, mm-hmm. of judging in it. Nice. So that was extremely difficult. Yeah. Because there was such amazing artwork. Tough choices. Absolutely. Um, but it was just a great time. You know, lots of lots of different cosplayers, you know, um, lots of different artists, lots of different local uh What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, vendors, excuse me. Um, Exhibitors. Yeah, I just uh, lost it there for a second. Um, but yeah, great time. Uh-huh. And the library staff are wonderful. That's great. That's the bonus. Yes. Um, Amanda, who took over doing this, um, actually talked to us about helping out a bit. And um, next year, we're probably going to. So that'll be great. <laughs> and... Sherry's going to talk about it now because now it goes to her geeky little thing. Yes. Um, we met some really, really talented artists, and there were two in particular that I wanted to bring up. Um, one is a comic book artist named Charles Barnett III. <coughs> and I have to say, I've been to quite a few conventions now, and uh-huh. this is the first time I've actually bought artwork for myself from a comic book artist nice. ever. And um, I got a beautiful limited edition print of Wonder Woman. Oh, that is badass. That is good. I got, see. You got to make sure when you one. when you post yeah. this particular podcast, put that yeah. put that up. Ooh, post yeah. that nice. up. Isn't she beautiful? Yes. And I got She's also, got a six-pack. Yeah. <laughs> I also picked up um tough. I, I picked yeah. up a black cat and yet delicate at the yes. same time. Yes. <laughs> Very I mean it's amazing. And, yeah. Um I also got a black cat print. I got a um flash, flash and I got a Sexier Wonder Woman. Oh, yes, yeah. Another Wonder Woman. Which actually, to me, it doesn't look like Diana. No? It looks like Artemis. Okay. But from the comic, when Artemis took over, uh-huh. um, no, it doesn't look like her. Before, but. <laughs> gotcha. But, um, so yes, and Monk had already actually bought from this artist in the past <laughs> at Scaricon, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was uh, Fendemicon years past. Yeah, she and he does. He has uh, four different Doctor Who's. Nice. I have. I like this guy David already. David Tennant. Um, I got Black Widow. I have Captain America. But he also has um, the Fourth Doctor. And the his Fourth Doctor, the Ninth Doctor, Tenth and Eleventh. Okay. So and he says the next one's going to be Capaldi. Cool. So that's my guy right there. So I have him, and we also met a really neat guy named Sean Usyk, <coughs> who does um, <clears throat> fantasy artwork, uh-huh. really beautiful stuff. And for anybody who uh, plays D anD D and would like pictures of their characters, I will I will also link to him because he does custom character uh, pictures commissions for forty dollars. That's not bad. That's crazy good. It's yeah. digital, by the way. It's digital, okay. but it's mm. beautiful work. And if you order a commission, um, he will resell it Okay, for that price. If you would like your own personal, that's it. Nobody else gets it. Uh-huh. It's a it's a couple hundred. It's two hundred, okay. which is which is a, what you normally. It no, it's two. No, he said, said it was three. two. Okay. No, um, I see. If I have him commission some one of my D and D characters, I want to share the awesomeness of, of who <laughs> yes, I am with, with people. And he does this really neat thing. The pictures are um, eight by ten, mm-hmm. and uh, actually eight. And a half by eleven. Okay. And they're folders. 
Okay. And so it's inside the folder. So when you open up the folder, you have the picture here on, on the right side, and then you can put your character sheet. Nice. On the left side. Oh, that's I'm how so he in. Did, that's how he designed it. They're, they're, they're so not pocket in. folders. It's just a folded. Yeah. 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 So, so, but it's so neat. So you can have your picture of your character right there with your I'm, character sheet. I'm all sheet. in on that idea. It, they're wonderful. Yeah. He he's does really I have a few that I want to get done now. Really, really talented. I'm going to be spending like 300 bucks with this guy by the end of the year. <laughs> all right, Tanya. Um, I'm gearing up to potentially knock some characters down. Yay. She's DMing tonight. Which I, got, kinda... I got to fix someone's little red wagon yeah, today. Yeah, Sean, Sean bit off more than he can chew no, when he pissed Sean. off the DM. No, That's oh, not Evans. Sean. It's Evans. Evan. Evan's in trouble. No. See, no, that... but if Sean, no, Sean we were boy. talking about Sean's character died last night, and we're like, if I kill him today and then Randy can kill him on Tuesday, to be a trifecta. Okay. But... Tanya, yeah. last time Chris and I played... We all died. Almost TPK. Oh, Randy did that. Randy did that in the Tomb of, Tomb of Horrors. Horrors. TPK with a trap. Yep. And Sean it was the one that's like, oh, well, if the door closes, we want everyone in here so we're not locked out or not half and half. Well, the door closed and, and the, the trap. floor went poof and smushed us all into the ceiling except for like the three characters that weren't there that night. Yeah. Those are the three that lived. But they happened to have not been there. Had they had actually been in my basement, the whole party would have been done. We're oh, like, yeah. okay, what are we playing next? Yeah. Rock's fall. Everybody dies. There it is. <laughs> Thank you, Randy um, Milhelm. Yeah, See, and that dovetails into my what's making my little geeky heart happy is I'm getting to play D&D tonight. So yes. anyway. And <laughs> starting next week, uh-huh. you'll be able to play Basic back dovetails. on Thursdays because we're moving from <laughs> yeah. Tuesday to Thursday. start moving, uh, getting my, uh, my Geomancer back up and running. Uh, Billy Bill. Yes, sir. Billy Billy. Uh, I just picked up a book at the library I'm really looking forward to reading. Uh, It's a couple years old at this point now, but it's called Sick in the Head. Mm -hmm. It's Judd Apatow interviewing a few dozen comedians. Oh, nice. Their uh, journey into comedy, what (laughs) uh, is funny to them. Uh, how they became funny people, that type of thing. So, or a journey, looking... a journey uh, into uh, to comedy, or as we like to call it, a descent into madness. Yeah. So everybody from the uh, early comedians of say the fifties and sixties who are still around, uh-huh. up to the uh, modern day folks like Louis C.K. and very cool. John so, Uh He might be in there. I'm not sure. I'll have to look. Is he? Is he your favorite, Becca? I love John Mulaney. He's okay. also a fan favorite on the campus so far. Gotcha. So hey, we Clarkson. just quote him to each other. He, he may actually be in the book. Nice. So that's yeah. very cool. That sounds awesome. That does sound cool. I'm, you gotta let me know how that book is. I will. All right, and we're gonna wrap up with the two junior members on the panel. We'll go with Mr. Ian Christopher first. What's He's been sleeping? Ma- He's sleeping right now. Not sleeping. Not Resting sleeping. My eyes. It's early. <laughs> that's What's what they making all your say. geeky little heart happy over there, buddy? Dave Matthews Band. Nice. Really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't hate them. You just don't d- strike me as. Well, remember, <laughs> that's awesome, Billy. Remember, father is. Remember, what? kids kids can be influenced by their parents, and oh, I okay. I purchased a couple of Dave Matthews CDs because I, I I used to have all of them, and then I got rid of them, go to digital. But then now in my car I have a CD player, so I've been picking them up slowly okay. but surely. I liked them yeah. gradually. So and I have, you were singing younger. in the elevator today. Yeah, yep. uh, and I, I have watching. under the table and dreaming right now is in in the the, the oh, CD sure, changer. Oh sure, the classic. Oh yeah, first album. Well, second. Second I th- album. I think it's, That's yeah. why I screamed, "Help me!" Today <laughs> at the disco, they were singing in the oh, elevator. Oh, so kind of but it's so cool when I when I play music that I like, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if the kids are going to, and and Ian. 
more often than not gets into everything I listen to, which I love it. It's just it's, it's so cool to be able to share that with them. And isn't Jules a collective soul fan from no. her entire life? Not really. She I mean, she recognizes the music. Taste. She recognizes the music, but she doesn't. She's not as into it as I am. But I thought she said that I have I've been loving your music since, for my entire life. Yeah, when, well, when you're standing in front of Ed Roland, you're going to say nice <laughs> things to him at the moment. You know, that, that was that was hilarious. The first time I ever got to meet him face to face, I'm shaking his hand, and there's my daughter not knowing what the hell to say. I've loved your music all my life. <laughs> she has horrible music taste. I'm saying it now. Yeah, oh. remind, her, her decisions are, oh. are sometimes weird. Remind me sometime to tell you about when Melanie met her music hero. Okay. Next week yeah. on Monkey Business. Was one of our heroes, too. <laughs> nice. And I'm sure is one of yours. <laughs> oh, yeah? Who is it? Henry Rollins. Oh, you see, I, I really, I like it when he's actually, I don't like his music, I like his speaking. Yeah, That's what too. we're talking yeah. about. Okay, yeah. 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 When, well, he's, when he's presenting, she he's, loved his we, we his love attitude, punk too, so, you know. His, his attitude's awesome. He's just a great guy. Yes, he is. Monkey Girl, take us home. Uh, at Fandemicon, I bought the cutest thing ever. <laughs> She's so cute talking about it. Which there is a picture. Yes, I. What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you like get? Actually, fifteen three of them. Times. What'd you get? I got a Loki pony. Oh no! A Loki pony? Plushy pony. A plushy. Uh, so oh my, uh, my little pony Loki. Yes. yes it. Uh, he's currently my Facebook oh boy. picture. Oh <laughs> boy. Back. My little Loki is guardian ponies. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we lost Becca. Yeah. Oh my god. He's in cube form. I love Monk, him. Mom, come here. I want to see it. Uh, here. All right, Billy. On that happy and pious note, oh, I, I think I've heard enough I saw so that far earlier. this week. I didn't know what exactly it was. Yikes! I really wish he had a removable cape. <laughs> and that has been monkey business yeah. for the week. You can make one. We are the Mighty Monkey Part uh, Corporation. And uh, follow us on Facebook, love us on Twitter, follow us everywhere you go, and we'll take you to where the entertainment is. Uh, it's I, When you We're see done. my little Loki, that's just, it's... <laughs> Wait till you Loki. see him with me in the kilt. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That's great. I think we're all done today. You guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you all next Wednesday. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun.